Hello, my name's Ronnie Edwards and I'm the director of Pomodzi Creatives. Thank you for joining me on the Conversations with My Mother podcast. These podcasts are going to create a space where a mother and child can come together for some reflection, some storytelling and a chance for families to celebrate each other. Enjoy. So I'm here with the lovely Josh. Hi. Hey Josh. Alright. And Josh's mum. Hello. Tracy. <laughs> and they're just joining me for one of my inspirational women of Portsmouth um, podcasts, which actually focuses on conversations with my mother. So thank you for joining me. No worries, thanks for having us. I'm excited. <laughs> so Josh, um, Every, like everyone, I was drawn to you because you've got this amazing personality to you. I, I was just, I remember you calling yourself a feminist one of the first times that I heard you talking about that. Yeah. Would you mind just mentioning that a bit? Yeah. And, and, and then we'll just move on That's to you talking about your mum, is that right? Yeah, I think um, I've always been a feminist, even when I was growing up, and I don't think I knew what the language was to call myself a feminist at the yeah. time, but... There was a couple of things at play. A lot, uh, one of them was the fact that obviously I had a single parent family. Uh-huh. Uh, I had a mum who uh, was bolshy. She stood up for what she believed in. Uh, wasn't necessarily <laughs> politically active, but was active in making sure she, she um, everyone understood who she was and where she came from. Mm-hmm. And then that was kind of where it started when I was younger. And then when I, as I got to know my nan more, I realised that my nan is also in her own way very much a trailblazer for the six life experiences that she had yeah. and it was just kind of piecing it all together that way but then I was always obsessed with female characters and the representation of women in the media as well so marrying the two together yeah. and growing up I finally got to get to the re- like reading you know certain books and uh-huh. I was like all oh, right here we are oh I'm a feminist that <laughs> makes sense like is, yeah, yeah that's exactly what it is oh, and brilliant. so yeah I think that's and that's why I feel so comfortable in the realm of feminism yeah. and what that means in terms of my life and what it means in terms of life itself. Uh-huh. Brilliant. Yeah. And, and what would you say is, like, one of the first memories you have of your mum as a mm. child? <laughs> <laughs> Keep it clean and <laughs> No, uh, I think one of my... And this, uh, this particular... Are you going to tell this? Are you doing... Not me getting ready to go out, yes, yeah, yeah, that's Aww. it. That's the one. Um, so, like, um, I love the process of getting ready to go out. So when I'm, when, when I'm yeah. performing and I, I, when I put on makeup, I, you know, and I do all of that sort of stuff, it always gives me a throwback to when one time, or well, a few times, where um, I, we used to live uh, just on the Eastern Road, yeah. um, and yeah. uh, my mum would get ready and she would put on the Whitney Houston Greatest Hits. Very good. <laughs> so it was a good choice. And then she had this, like, she had the glass of wine or whatever she was drinking at the time, and big red lipstick, and it was always that process of, you know, that excitement before you go mm, out, mm. Um, and just to feel like to run around dancing and yeah. singing Whitney Houston. Of course. Um, was just that, that was the, the best memory because it was a, it was a time where Mum needed that you know her own fun yeah. time, but it was yeah. also that nice time before I went to bed and. It yeah. just, it just, it well, was... we were quite lucky, weren't we? Because Nanny only lived up the road, practically in the next door uh-huh. flats. Yeah. Which meant, and she was on her own as well, which meant that I could have Josh with me, getting ready. When yeah. the friends came round, which everyone still does now, yeah. you know, a few glasses of round wine while you do your hair. Yeah, and, yeah, totally. and it meant that Josh could be there whilst we were doing it. And then my mum would come and get him when I was ready to go out <laughs> and take him back there. 
So you grew up in the 90s? Yes, I do. It's not, I was born 91 for my sins. Oh my gosh, I feel so old. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you were born in 91? I was, yeah. And what was that like growing up in Portsmouth? Um, it was, I mean, it was great. And I mean, growing up in Portsmouth, I, I, what I really remember is that Eastern Road period of time. Yeah. And it was kind of like... Um, yeah, I, I, what was I growing up in Portsmouth? That's a good question, actually. I, don't ever th- I always think about growing up in Portsmouth as a teenager yeah. in Ooh. terms of those formative yeah. years, which yeah. we're talking about that memory and then how that led on. I think yeah. we were... Yeah. We were just like, pretty secure. There yeah. was no... Positive I mean, obviously, yeah. I was Portsmouth born and bred. Yeah. Um, so the town is very small. So I'm guessing in Josh's like early years, wherever yeah. we went out, we were quite well known because I'd been around my family yeah. had come from here yeah um so it was very much a small town it was you know everywhere you went people yeah. knew who we were and yeah. would ask how Josh was and so I guess it must have just been that it, almost like living in a village yeah and did you have more or less positive memories of that of being part of your yeah, because I think you had quite a supportive network of girlfriends and they were really supportive when you were a young mm. mother on your own. Yeah. Um, and so they were always your godmothers and your aunties. And yeah. so that's yeah. a lot of that relationship with women as yeah. well, is that sense of community and camaraderie yeah. around women that yeah. made me think, right, this is this is where I fit in. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so that was very much. But actually, thinking about as well, the formative years, and like what always struck me is the amount of kind of... Uh, like, we were really, like, we did loads of things, like, watching movies. So, like, my cultural yeah. references yeah. really started to... I'm a big one for my cultural references, especially pop culture references. Yeah. And that was because Mum always introduced me. We had a series of VHS MGM classics, which we just used to uh, flip through. And I think yeah. one of your favourite memories of me when I was young yeah. was sitting there and watching, at four years old, watching a full four hours oh, of Gone, Gone with, with the Wind. wind. <laughs> and, not, and not moving. And being captivated yeah. by it. Is that where the outfits? Yeah, that's where all of it. That's all of it. That's all of it. I mean, I, I used to say yeah. to him, you know, Scarlett O'Hara was always portrayed as such a bitch yeah. because of the time that it was made yeah. in, I guess, and yeah. what it was. I never saw her as that. I always yeah. saw her as a really strong woman standing up yeah. for what she was and what she believed in, yeah. whether that was wrong or right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, but he sat there for the whole four hours and watched the whole that's lot with me. Yeah. I can't get my, couldn't get my four-year-olds to sit. No, no. We were really at the time. I know, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah. The kid now is six, but when he was four, that would be about, what's that over there, what's that over there? Yeah, yeah. no, exactly. We always, quite in, we always did, kind of did that, didn't we? It yeah. Was yeah. A lot of that. Yeah. So. Yeah. And um, when we last met, you talked about studying and how you found that quite, quite a challenge to kind of, people would perceive you a certain way because you spoke a certain way. Could, would you mind just talking a bit, a bit about that and how that kind of impacted you? Um, well, I had a massive impact because it was it was in, when when I moved away to London. Yeah. One of the last things that my mum, a friend of mum's, gave me this bottle of uh, Lambrini, which was like the fizzy <laughs> Lambrini. Lambrini. Yeah. I know, literally, L- Lambrini. It was the fizzy Lambrini. And I remember coming. I remember coming to my first day at halls. I remember yeah. having this bottle of Lambrini and popping it and pouring glasses because it had met everyone at uni. And it became a, it became kind of a bit of a rhetoric for that first year that, oh, I was Pompey Josh Lambrini, or, yeah. you know, and it was definitely kind of almost a class 
thing yeah. where people yeah. would look kind of look down on me and think yeah. oh god like who is this person and I never realized my element of class until that point I mean we like when we lived in a council estate you know mm. there was times when some of my friends wouldn't come round because their parents thought that it was a, like a dirty place to be but that never really seemed to bother me until I'd moved away yeah. and that element of class was still there yeah. and even to the point where like one of my first seminars um I went to we we're talking about like plays that we had seen and oh I'd been to the national and I'd been to the Tate and I was like well we me and mum watched Saturday Night Telly and that was that was seen it was, had yeah. that negative impact yeah. on what people thought of me and what my creative integrity was and that really kind of got me and then I kind of so I went down this journey of being like really trying to be really trendy and on did, on the yeah. on the ball with like yeah. creative. And I remember. Do, do you remember watching him? He go was very. That? He turned at one point into someone that I wasn't sure if he carried on that way that I would necessarily like. Oh. He became much more aware of where he came from, and right. it seemed to me at one point to be very much embarrassed about where he came yeah. from. Which I'd always said to him, you should never, yeah. you come from a council estate, if you come from a council estate, own it. Yeah, yeah. Not embarrassed by yeah. it. And I, it did upset me for a mm. while, thinking, yeah. do you know what I mean, it, it, was it not good enough? But I had mm. to keep saying to him, but you must have been good enough because mm. you wouldn't be there amongst them. Yeah. And if anything, it was obviously more of a struggle for him to have got there. yeah. yeah than anybody else yeah but I was like I said it was concerning that he was going down there that you know for for a long time he didn't like Portsmouth and didn't want to come back mm. to it and and did you find that you could actually challenge him on that would you have I could about but that? it would get his back um, up yeah. yeah um but he also was growing up so I don't know that it was just about yeah Portsmouth I mean it was, the, out, it was yeah. the first time that he'd been away and yeah. seen anything other than yeah. Portsmouth um so but I, I I must admit I didn't like it very much mm. because you know I could I would love to have grown up in a six-bedroom house in the middle of a country in the middle of the country it didn't happen mm. and I've always been much the person where you have to take what you've got and own it, it. Yeah. and work through it. Yeah, definitely. And I think what the, the, I had this conversation earlier today as well. Um, the the thing that really got me was I just come back from my first sort of term at uni, mm. and we had learned about like body modification art. And I was mm. like, Mum, look at this, look at this. And she was like, Why? Why would you have to do this? And it was like a genuine. Why would you have to? Why can't you just do things that are entertaining? Why can't? I, I, why can't you do shows for me? Yeah. And then that is just completely that. that since it's like my brain switched and then all of a sudden yeah. I started with like really responsive to that and a lot of my work is responsive to that I want to yeah. make work I want to make theatre that yeah. engages my mum yeah. um, and supports what she likes to do because yeah. there's no reason what, why should mum and mum as the re representative of other like working class yeah. women yeah. be sort of pushed out of theatre because they don't seem to get it Where what's wrong with that entertainment which I feel like yeah. sometimes yeah. gets lost Absolutely. in the art and it was really yeah. important. That's why we're doing this show together. That's why a lot of the stuff I do now is cabaret because it's stuff that my mum likes and wants to come and see. Yeah. And did you just say you're doing something together? Yeah. Oh, are, are we allowed to know about that, or is it, is it under here? <laughs> oh, let no. Josh tell you. Well, I just get <laughs> roped into it. <laughs> you love it. You're gonna love it. <laughs> um, so. Uh, I, I've always kind of had since the, these sort of things happened in my brain and I started yeah. joining all these dots. Yeah. Um, I came up with a title for this show and I always come up with like the like 
the visual bit of it uh-huh. though, before I actually don't know actually what's going to happen in it. But it was a show called Wearing Mum's Makeup. Which, you started yeah. telling me about this. Tell, tell me again. Tell me again. So yeah. Wearing yeah. Mum's Makeup yeah. was um, was this idea of, of originally yeah. um, about being from a town, moving to the capital to access its cultural rich riches, um, and then it was exploring why do we do that? Why do we not see our home or our mums as that? Uh, unlocking of cultural richness Um, and so I wanted to then invite those voices because they're voices that aren't really represented in theatre and I feel that again theatre as a concept is really elite and that so Mm -hmm. many certain people can access it and it's like mum you never interest mum was never interested in theatre and it was like why not and it was like now looking at that well, actually, why don't we bring those voices into mm. that space, mm. work genuinely and collaboratively to create something which not only gives mum and mums the f- uh, facility to do so, but also get those people in, get yeah. over that theatre anxiety that and that voice. Yeah. Because actually, if you were to get people like my mum on the stage, not physically, because I know you wouldn't want that, <laughs> um, but to give mum that voice, I wonder if then you're going to unlock a whole new... You know, a thing of people, indeed, audience, indeed. get those bums on the seats. Indeed. That aren't just the ones that live in South Sea. You know, it's the people that live across our city, you know, yeah. and get that demographic in. Yeah, brilliant. And so this has started as a project? Oh, Josh is just getting some funding now yeah. towards oh, doing it. Yeah. But from my point of view, I'd like people to know that, do you know what I mean, just because you do have a few glasses of wine and you live in a council flat, um, you know what I mean, and you like to go out on a Saturday night and dance around your handbag, do you know, it, I love all that. You know that it doesn't mean that you've got anything less to say than someone that has a nanny. Absolutely. It doesn't make their voice any more important. And to be honest, I think it makes people we're a lot closer because of our background, because yeah. of being in Portsmouth. Mm. We're a lot closer because of that. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's just it's that overall. perception that people get and that's the thing that I'd like to change just because I don't speak as well as the person next to me just because I don't like going to highbrow theatre it doesn't make my voice or my opinions any less valid valid. or the fact that and also the fact that you don't enjoy the theatre because you do you do like going to see things that you like you don't and then certain things feel cut off because you don't like certain yeah. things, you know? Yeah. But it feels, if I say that I don't like something, it's mm. because I'm not intelligent enough to understand Completely. it. Yeah. Not because I genuinely don't mm. like the piece of work. Yeah. It's, it would automatically, oh no, it's because you're not intelligent enough to understand it. But yeah, I am, I just don't like it. Yeah, yeah. But it's also, I mean, we're saying this, but like, there's no one actually, and this is what's interesting. Well, no, it's no one's day. Isn't no, it? yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, who is they? Like we don't know who they are, but we, <laughs> it's what we. It's what's felt. It's what's. Yeah. What how you're made to feel. Those experiences that you need. You're not. It's the perception of what yeah. you know. What you're expected to, and I think that comes from a lot of representation on television. Like you, like mum hates soap operas because it's that kind of like. The They're working very classes. One dimensional, two dimensional. Yeah. You, you're Correct. either. Do you know what I mean? You're either. You know, working class. Mm. and stupid and common mm. and there's there's no layers to mm. that well you can be all of those things mm. and you can also be a lot more in between mm. Mm. um so i'm curious about <coughs> one of the things that I'd, I'd love to kind of have people listen to um think about when they listen to podcasts is how people and families might go through really difficult times and difficult journeys but they get the other side of it. Is, it, is there like a, a story you could tell us about a difficult 
situation where you found strength in each other? Yeah, most fine. definitely. Um, obviously, it, it will refer to a relationship that I got into when Josh was three or four, maybe a bit late, about that time, who um, Josh by that time had obviously been showing signs that he was gonna be gay. Um, he played with little mermaids, we had the Polly Pocket things, which I was always more than happy. Uh, you know, I, 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 not that I'm sort of going off track, but these days when they go up about bringing them up as non-gender specific, uh, I always laugh with Josh. Uh, well, it's not a new thing. They've just given it new words because I bought Josh whatever he yeah. wanted and what he wanted to play with, I yeah. gave him. But I just didn't have the posh words yeah. to describe it. And um, I obviously entered into a relation at the time that the, the person I entered, the man I entered the relationship with was a very macho, mm. a very macho, uh, would not tolerate any form mm. of femininity from a man or mm. a boy or a child, um, which led us down quite a bad road mm. because I was with him for a while, more for me, but... Um, and during that time, it wasn't easy mm. because Josh and he were at loggerheads most of the time with me in the middle. Probably one, not wanting to go back to being a single parent again. Totally understandable. Um, and being stuck between wanting, do you know what I mean? Not mm. liking the way that he was. And there was no physical, that we won't go with it. There's nowhere, there was nowhere near the physical. There was nothing that would have... No, but I, no, but I mean, I think what I struggled with in that time was, I think from a child, naive child's point of view, there was an element of, you know, some sort of mental, like, abusive manipulation that I was could see as a young, naive young person, you know, like, by court, like saying horrible things about mum, and I was, like, trying to, like, mum, like, wake up and see what's happening, mm. and when you're in it as an adult, you can't see it, but mm. as a young, naive child, mm. you're kind of there being, like, Mum, wake up, and I think that's where we, our relationship potentially suffered. I mean, I don't think it was Absolutely. never that bad, but that's probably where it suffered a lot because I was trying to get mum to see something that mm. was happening, um, and mum wasn't seeing it because when you're in it, you're in it, and mm, there was no yeah. one's fault, wasn't yeah, it? It wasn't. Right. It was just the way that it was. Mm. That was quite a time. Yeah, yeah. it was quite yeah, a long, quite yeah. a long time as well. It was wasn't a long it? time. Yeah, we were together ten years, mm. just over ten years. Um, and that was difficult, yeah. being stuck. Like I said, you know, probably not wanting to go back to being a single yeah. parent, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. But also not liking the relationship that I was in either. Mm. And, and how, how did you get... Uh, I think the catalyst... That, that, sorry? How did you get brave enough to move? I didn't, to be honest. What had happened is there was a complication and my sister had died unexpectedly. Oh. And... Um, We'd sort of, by oh. at which time I, the relationship that I was in had got to the point where we were finished at the start and going back, you know, mm. what it's like back, forward, back, forward. Um, then we had the funeral for my sister um, and he turned up rather worse for wear, more than worse for wear, at the wake mm. and caused the utmost amount of trouble. And it was that and seeing, obviously, the children's, Josh's reaction and my sister's children's reaction and my mum's and my dad's reaction to what had happened, that I just thought, I'll, if it's not, it's not gonna, if he can't respect the fact that we're actually at a bloody mm. funeral, mm. there is no chance for this to go anywhere. Mm. And then that is, that was it. From that day forward, there was mm. no more.
there was no more and obviously you know as you come out of it and as you get further out of it you look back and you regret I should have probably finished it earlier without a doubt Hmm. But that's just that you can't. This place, that's it. That's you in hindsight, isn't hindsight. it? That always is the you way. You can never it was. blame yourself. You can um, never. You can never. But say I didn't like the fact that obviously me and Josh weren't as close, and I don't think he liked the fact that me and Josh were close to start with. And mm. I think he aimed purposely to put mm. something between us. He purposely wanted yeah. that closeness to stop. Yeah. But again, I could probably I couldn't see that at the time. Um, but it didn't take long. I mean. We finished the relationship. Unfortunately, we were kicked out. We were homeless, me and Josh. Oh. And but from then, from the day that he kissed, it was his house oh. that we'd moved into, yeah. and we literally left with a set of knife and forks, an iron board, and a mirror. That was all I was allowed to take. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, literally, and some toys. I had a couple of toys, didn't I? And um, we Kofis out. Kofa Souch, that's not right, is it? What do you call it? Sofa. Couch surfed. Thank you. Um, I was saying it in African. We did that for a few months. We ended up mm. in bed and breakfast until they rehoused us. Oh, bless you. Um, but then we were never, I don't think anything's ever got between us. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not a perfect relationship. We'll still argue. But the arguments aren't really arguments, are they? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Really it's disagreements, you know. Really, which is stupid because you all, it's never going to be no. But, I mean, I mean, it's my birthday coming up. Just thought I'd get that in. But it's my <laughs> birthday coming up. And the only person that I... The people that I choose to spend it with yeah. are Josh and Les. Aww. Not because I haven't got anyone else. Not because I couldn't do a million other things. But because... When, I mean, we just recently we've been away. We went away for the weekend to London... Just me and Josh, and we don't stop laughing from the minute that we, do you know, That's just wonderful. putting the stupid faces on the tube. And do you know what I mean? He allows me to be me. He doesn't want me to be his mum mm. on those occasions. That's he want, and we do have the ability to make each other laugh. Yeah. Ridiculously stupid amounts to oh, the yeah. fact to the fact that Josh's partner, I think, sometimes can't understand our sense of humour. <laughs> to be honest, especially when maybe something comes on or someone will say one word <laughs> and we're crying oh, and Les is still sat there going, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, but yeah, we did come through it and it, it made us stronger. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, never, never has anything got between us again. Yeah. Mm. That's wonderful. I mean, he is. I mean, like, don't know what I'm doing. Oh, gosh, yeah. I know once we both start, we're like, ooh. <laughs> um, but he is my inspiration because when he did come back from London, when he decided to come back, which were for family reasons as well, mm. to help me, mm. um, he was, when he came back, he'd, he'd set out a, a plan of what he wants, wanted to do, mm -hmm. what he'd like to do. Mm. And I was, as I've always done, I'm sure you'll agree, I've always given you the support yeah. that you needed. I've always said, whatever you want to do, yeah. if I can help, I will, but you can do it. Mm. Um, one of those is the job that he's working with now, which is, I don't know what the title is, so um, I'm sorry. So I'm an LGBTQ specialist support worker for, for um, like local authority, working with That's young cool. people, families, which is really exciting, um, working, and then doing some work with other professionals in schools about education and understanding. Which is one of the things that he wanted to do. I might not have given him that title, it's rather long. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's, that's what he wanted brilliant. to do, as well as the shows that he had started in London he wanted to bring down here because there's nothing like it 
down mm. here. Um, and that's happening. And he's mm -hmm. done it all. And mm. he's got so much more get up and go than I've ever had. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know where he gets it from. <laughs> um, I'd like to say there's the support that I've given him that enables him to be able to do it, but he's got to take a lot of the credit himself. Mm -hmm. And that inspires me, the fact that he says he's going to do it. And he does it. And he does it eventually. Yeah. You know what I mean? It yeah. will happen. Yeah. I've never been one to do that. I can't plan. And so I'm very much one that, unfortunately, life washes over. You know, something throws its head up and I'll deal with it at that time. Mm. I couldn't tell you where I'm going to mm. be in two years, but I'm sure Josh can. Mm. Oh. Together, that's when we'll be in two years. Well, I'm going to rid of you now. <laughs> and what would you say um, inspires you then? Um, I think... Obviously, Mum, but we've had sort of you. We've got we got why you inspire me because you've got that that bullshit active attitude. Um, but also I think it's the the. But it's not just Mum. It's the the role of women in our family. Mm. Um, so like yeah, I I feel good. like there's good, quite yeah. uh, we have a very small family. But actually, what's really good about um that having that small network is actually it gives opportunity for people to really have their moment in the family whatever that looks like and it's always the women in our family that come through yeah, very. it's always the it's that yeah. strength of being it's that um it's and i think this goes i think i think our family is a micro version of what portsmouth women tend to have which is and again it's a class thing it's that come in for a cup of tea have a sit down yeah. have a biscuit yeah. talk to me if you want to yeah. i can give you a hug if you want it's the ultimate safe space yeah. and as a queer person or as identified under the lgbt bracket i think it's really important and we talk about safe spaces all the time with lgbts and what that yeah. looks like for and i think a lot of that is that sorry am i going too fast now? Yeah. um and a lot of that is safe space and so for me that safe space is in the kitchen with mum with those women yeah. um, and saying, and just giving you that look of safety and comfort. Yeah. And I think that's what inspires me. Yeah. It's that kind that's of subtle, cool. omniscient power. Yeah, it is, yeah. 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 Red tent of June yeah. tents, that safe sanctuary yeah. that only women seem to be able to create. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, even where I live now, my next door neighbour is my friend's she helps with and josh will come round, and the neighbors come in mm. and and she's they're all single parents mm. the neighbors are come in and we'll all be sitting there probably nine times out of ten moaning the hell out of our lives mm -hmm. in general and children and mm. you know putting the world to right over a cup of tea mm. or whatever um but that is just it. Nobody takes it serious. Nobody takes the moan about your children seriously mm. because you all know that the person wouldn't be without their children. Yeah. But you moan. Yeah. It's just a thing you do, isn't it? Better out uh, than in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I would agree uh. with that. And I still do the same to my mum. Mm. I'll go around there and moan to Ivan about the kids. Yeah. And yeah. she'll listen and she'll nod and yeah. she'll say the right yeah. things in the yeah. right places. Yeah. And, and it makes you feel, well, that's all right. Yeah. Now I've done it. And I wonder, so I'm going off piste a bit here, but, but I was just really sad about thinking when I thought about two celebrities in a row this week, um, men have taken their lives, mm. I don't know, um, taken their own lives. And um, I remember the last one I read about and I thought, I felt really sad. And I thought, and that one of the things I thought to myself was, I wonder if he, if he ever had the opportunity to just be able to sit and, mm. and talk. talk. No. Just and, me. Because there's this whole 
There is, and especially, again, I will like bring it back to Portsmouth. Portsmouth is a very match hotel. Mm. Because it's the Navy, it's the dockyard, it's the football. Mm. Um, it always has been. It's a very, do you know what I mean? You know, drink beer, eat mm. meat, watch the football. It always has been that, and there have been a lot of suicides. I don't know if you've ever, you know, how much or whatever you know. But it's even around there. Portsmouth with male mm. suicides, and a lot of them were of my age, of people that I okay. knew or knew of, okay. or... Um, because they've got to this age and probably not been able to speak. I do feel that Josh is being gay. He's not so macho, therefore he talks more. I probably haven't put that in the politically no, no, correct way, have I? Uh, <laughs> no, you're fine. I think what you're saying. Yeah. You know, where you're more open and a little, you've got you're a little bit more feminine, then you don't have that. I think it, I think it's just going back to this idea of. The being part of a group where you're kind of mm. ousted mm. a little bit um, gives you an awareness and a perspective on a situation which gives you a sense of clarity. Mm. It's like you're not in this linear like society life mm. that everyone else is in. You've taken a naturally just for the way that you are. You can take a step out of that and you look at the rigmarole going on around you and you're like, like why? Why mm. is not more people? in a position where they can take that step out mm. of this linear structure and realise that it's it's not sustainable. Mm. We need to support men. We need to support women. Mm. Um, we need to support men being able to speak about their feelings and open honest, up those I think we just need to support people. I don't think <laughs> gender yeah. comes into at mm. that yeah. point. Mm. It's just being supportive. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely think that's right. Mm. Tracy and Josh have just <laughs> so rambled on a bit. This is what this is what I wanted. I just wanted to get a little bit of an insight into your world. So thank you so much for just kind of sharing that time with me. Really enjoyed it. No, thank oh, you. It's been right. Yeah, we've had a good time. We we well, chats while <laughs> <laughs> All I wanted. <laughs> thank you. Thank you.